on this episode of Gas Station Cappuccino, we discuss the new format for the Opens, CrossFit licensed competitions, a few random facts about open announcements that we make up on the spot, and I talk about breaking a car while test driving. All right, welcome to Caffeine and Kilos. Wait, wrong thing. Welcome to Gas Station Cappuccino by Caffeine and Kilos. What did you say? Welcome to Caffeine and Kilos. Eh, same thing. I was pumped up. <laughs> uh, Dean Sidoris is next to me. I'm Danny Lear, and we are here with another rip-roaring episode of Gas Station Cappuccino. Rip-roaring, for sure. Speaking of which, I'm a little upset uh, that, Dean, you actually went and got the old uh, Gas Station Cappuccino suicide. Oh, a while back? Yeah, there's a video of it on, on IGTV of you going and getting the... Yeah, go ahead and check that out. Doing the suicide. It's really, it's, uh, really captivating. <laughs> I still want to do it. And you, you did it when I was gone, just mainly because you thought it'd be funny to do it when I was gone. That was part of it. Plus, we were just like, we needed to do a video, and we were like, let's just go do it now. It's one of those things. I might just do one on my way home today just it honestly it's it. so funny it, it wasn't that bad well i'm sure it's not like it just tastes like sugar right well i would probably go light on the mocha and light on the white mocha but then when i get to the they're all flavors though there's only like one that's not flavored so it's just gonna all taste like sugar you can't do like like the high the high octane the high voltage is like it's there but it's like so I, I would try and go like 70 percent high voltage okay but then it's not a suicide then it's like yeah i guess it is but it's like a it's it's a it's you got to go like equal parts equal parts yeah to get the full thing i got i purchased from a perfect bar you ever eat perfect bars i actually had one uh the other day they are so good yeah we get them costco sells mm-hmm. like uh sells a, a pack whatever pretty good deal and nora eats them um, yeah, those are great. My daughter the ones you got to keep refrigerated. Yeah. So they say they're good for like a week not being refrigerated, so it's not like a big deal, but you just kind of keep them in the fridge. They taste better when they're cold, I think. They do, yeah. They hold so together a little better. the texture. Better. They have the a good texture. texture. Great texture. So uh, our good friend James posted about the salted caramel flavor. I haven't had that one yet. And but so I, I kind of stick to the peanut butter ones with the those. The peanut butter is so good. I Actually, I like the chocolate ones, too. Almond butter one, too. The almond butter is all right. I like the peanut butter, and I like the chocolate ones. So I asked James, I'm like, salted caramel, that's, like, my favorite flavor of, like, if we're going to get ice cream and mm-hmm. this place has, like, a salted caramel, mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Like, no question. And so, those any good? Like, where do I, I haven't seen those yet. He goes, oh, dude, you can only buy them online. It's a limited release. They're available, they're available to buy for, like, three more days. Oh, wow. And so I went online and bought them. Wow. So they're probably just feeling it out. Well, I think they do that. Yeah, maybe. Or just to keep something limited, just to make a little call to action. Right. And so I think they do that uh, often as they come out with a, a limited flavor. or li- Yeah, so I think it's two things. I think, one, they're trying it out, seeing if people like it. If they get a great response and people love it, maybe they bring it back full time. Or it's just, uh, in the meantime, it's just a limited run of it. You just kind of do them. And then when they're gone, they're gone, you know? Yeah. But uh, so those came in yesterday. I was pretty pumped. And uh, they're, they're pretty good. This tastes like your standard fake caramel no. salty thing well that's the good thing about perfect bars they never taste by the way uh they have no idea we're doing this like we're this is not sponsored by perfect bar or anything uh no. they There's have no sponsors no. except for us caffeine kills. <laughs> they have no uh they don't have fake sugars in them so they never taste like fake sugar i guess yeah huh but like y- you ever had that salted caramel uh halo top 
Oh, yeah. That's trash. That's not very good. No, not good. No. It Man. tastes like sugar alcohol, because that's what those are. But. I was on a Halo Top kick for a while. Now it's been a long time. Well, you realize, like, they're just not very good. Well, here's, yeah. Also, it's what what am I following nutrition-wise. Like, if I'm just following a macros diet, then it's easy. Like, I'll pick up some Enlightened or some Halo Tops, because... Enlightened's way better. Enlightened's way better. Just pick them up, because it fits in your macros, so why not type thing? But then, if I'm just, like, right now, I'm not eating the macros necessarily. It's more of, like, a quality, food quality diet. So since I'm doing more of the focusing on the quality and less on uh, hitting the macros specifically. Would you call a food quality diet even a diet? Shouldn't that just be eating? Well, all calling any of it's a, a diet is only has that connotation because you know, people use it with you're that using the word You're using the word diet as purpose, eating with purpose. Correct. Well, like anything you eat, like you could be on a diet of whatever, Red Bulls and, and chips. Like that doesn't, a, mean, that doesn't mean it's a... People, diet now has a connotation of something you do in order to lose weight, but really your diet is just what your what meals consist of. Yeah, I'm on a Ben and Jerry's Dorito diet. That's dope. <laughs> no, that'd be nice though. That'd be, that'd be living the dream. <sighs> living the dream. Like we were talking about earlier, just the uh, the living on the road. Oh, long long uh, <laughs> long haul trucker. Long haul trucker life. Oh, the CB radios. The CB with the the Ben and Jerry's. You know, just the just the experience on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would definitely be your diet if you were on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's probably. what we were kind of talking about, right? It's just like being on the road, just eating just junk for like two years. Like, just you, to totally yeah. experience just the life on the road, eating whatever you want, just not taking care of yourself. Just going full, mm-hmm. full, just don't give an F. Well, it, that's the whole thing is it sounds, it sounds awful for a way to live your entire life. Yeah. It sounds wonderful for a two-year stint. Yeah maybe shorter who knows yeah it might feel really terrible yeah it's like it's like the whole thing too of like going on tour like uh you're in a rock band or something or like you're on tour that rock star lifestyle like man i'll tell you what uh that sure would that would get old like i couldn't imagine doing that for you know 10 years 20 years well, yeah, right with anything right but once you it go, becomes a norm it's not fun anymore exactly you go like one year you do like that that type of a thing for like a year oh i mean come on and and then you, everything's and then, fun until it's normal. Yeah, exactly. Until it's not anymore. That's true. And then you have the real consequences that eventually come along with those actions. Yeah. Speaking of uh, a really interesting interview with actually Travis Barker mm. was on Joe Rogan, mm. and it was it was pretty interesting. Oh, that was new. Yeah, it's a new one. Relatively. Yeah. New. Was he talking about Blink One Eighty Two days? Uh, not a ton, but a little bit. Uh, but it was just you know a little bit. A lot of times stories are asked questions and things came up. It's like oh man, one time we were whatever in germany on this trip and mm-hmm. whatever talking about taping uh taping taping weed to his nuts yeah. to, for flights you yeah, nice and stuff and then all of a sudden they realize they're in like uh i don't remember exactly it might have been iraq or something like oh dude by the way like you should look on that notice the back of your passport like if you got caught smoking drugs in like it's death penalty i'm <laughs> like, oh. to keep that gaffing tape secured oh <laughs> yeah a little bit of weed, you end up in uh, Iraqi prison for uh, 20 years. Dude, apparently. God. Yeah. And that's not necessarily your uh, run-of-the-mill environment. Well, Singapore, uh, Singapore, I believe, is uh, if you get caught selling drugs, it's death penalty. Like, for their and there's for no, their citizens, and it's there's straight no, up. And there's probably no death row. It's probably, like, the next weekend. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, death penalty. Like, once you get... Once that's that's determined is what's going on, like you're gonna be hung in, in the public square. I think. I think they still do like public hangings. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm not positive about that. If you're from Singapore, I don't. 
it's nothing personal. I don't hate the country or anything. I just that was my understanding that they still do that occasionally. That's wild. Or maybe all the time. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. Do your own research before you go and tell people it's fact. <laughs> well, or you just get, or tell them it's fact. Whatever. You, I mean, I'm, they I'm won't. They won't know that any better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, man. I wonder what uh, in my next life when I get reincarnated. Maybe it'll be long as haul, a long haul trucker. Long haul trucker. Just just chugging down the highway. Just chugging down the Mountain Dew. With a big gulp and a bag of uh Well, let me tell you, if you have any memories from your previous life when you're in your re- reincarnated life, hopefully, then what I would like to believe is I would be chugging down a bunch of gas station cappuccinos. You're going the suicides. <laughs> suicides. That's just your thing. That's just that's, that's just what co- you do. It's just coffee. It's just coffee. Instead of like, ah, oh, no, like you push away the no-dos. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. you steer steer clear of the no dos, and just go gas station cappuccino suicides. Yeah, yeah, that's a that'd be the, that'd be the move. That's definitely the move. Speaking of like the road, I I've been told I could this could be another wrong statement, but I heard they're not really doing the traveling uh, opens announ- open announcements this year. Right, correct. So I I read about this. Uh, so they're. There are still going to be open announcements, but they're not the big dog and pony show. It's going to be like at HQ. I think, I think, well, no, not even. So, Greg, from what I understand, there's a quote from where basically said, we're not we're not going to be as cute with it this year, right? It's like they're not going to go to one gym, get an audience, get an announcer. Spend 100 Gs. Spend 100 Gs, get in, fly in two of the or four of the top athletes from around the world. like Hiring all those equipment crew and right. And- and cameras and day right. rates and then all of a sudden you're a hundred thousand dollars in yep and do that for, and do that five weeks in a row yeah so they're not doing that anymore uh what they but there still will be so they said they'll be like simultaneous like they're gonna be like simulcast so if you go to the crossfit games website you'll be able to view the different release announcements whatever but it's just like at johnny's gym like just some dude at his gym will and still be like high level athletes so it's like you know, if you got a gym and you got a couple athletes that maybe are on the cusp of making the games or like previous games or whatever, and so you'll just you they'll I don't know how it's going to be announced, but then there will be like live live footage of people do immediately doing the workouts. Oh, cool! But they said there'll be like multiple at a time, so there might be like three different streams, so at three different gyms around the world of people doing the workout all together at the open. Awesome, which is cool. Yeah, very interesting. Also, I wonder kinda, what signups are going to be like for the open. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's something I was thinking about lately. Is I wonder with this new structure, right, of no regionals, no, uh, all that kind of stuff, right, that goes along with that. What's the incentive to pay the twenty dollars to sign up this year? Well, here's the here's the thing. If you're not going to be number one, <laughs> yeah, Ricky Bobby. Well, here's the thing: is most people, you figure ninety. Not ninety-five percent of the people that signed up for the open had zero hope of going to regionals anyway. That's true. So it really shouldn't affect them at all. No. Now there's the top percent. Now age group categories, they they do a online qualifier after the open anyway. Mm-hmm. So I believe that stays the same for them. Okay. So it really only affects the people who would maybe be good enough to go to regionals but didn't have a shot in hell at going to the games yeah those are the people right you get that so you say whatever that's the whatever maybe a thousand people per country you know or a thousand people in the u.s who really kind of feel that like i got a shot at re- uh, maybe more than that a couple thousand people feel like they got a shot at regionals but there's no way in hell they get number one 
you know. Now here's in their country. Now here's another side though, is some events use the open as their qualifier. Hmm. So I know I don't remember which one it is, but there's one event. So where you place in the open dictates if you're even allowed to go to this uh, regional event, which makes a lot of sense. Like you take Wadapalooza. So there's the there's an incentive right there. Yeah. So you take Wadapalooza for example, and they already do they do an online qualifier to qualify to go to Wadapalooza. They may still do that. There's benefits and reasons why doing that would, would help you, but some competitions won't do that. They'll just go off your open score. And in fact, I think I saw there's one competition in particular that's set up to where it's a bracket style. So you do all the workouts in like a four hour time frame. And it's a, it's a sectional, like they're using it for a qualifier for the games. Do all the workouts in like a four hour time frame and you go head to head. So this heat of 16 people, but they're all paired up, whatever, like bracket style. Or maybe it's to 16, just the top eight move on, the bottom eight drop out, done. And you do it like that until the end, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I believe for that, though, how they seed people, because you would need, for that type of a setup, you'd want it seeding because you don't want the two best guys going against each other in the first round. That doesn't make sense. So they would, they're going to use their scores in the open to seed them. Huh. Which makes sense. No, it does. Because they all have the same workouts. I just, from what, I, from what I've been just been hearing, you know, putting my ear to the streets... Yeah, you got to keep uh, it around place. around the local CrossFit scene is that, you know, everybody's talking about saving their money this year and they're not even bothering signing up. Yeah. And they're uh-huh. just uh, going to participate. But I from what I've been heard and like I'm from what I've been hearing. Yeah. It's just going to be a lot, a lot less. Usually people are, like, are always like, yeah, I'll still do it. You know, I'll still pay. I get it. And but this year's different. Yeah. I'm know. hearing a lot of the opposite. This morning I talked to a guy who owns a gym relatively small gym they have about 50 members mm-hmm. and he just wrote on the board a week ago hey open's coming up write your name down if you signed up and they've got 25 people signed huh. up it's trying half the gym are signed up for it ahead of time nice just they like the i think they like comparing themselves against each other for sure and like if you're it's one of those things too 20 bucks if you're doing the workouts maybe it's like this like oh i'm gonna do the workouts anyway because most time like the gym will do it on friday or something right or like that's just a class workout mm-hmm. i'm gonna do them anyway uh, well, if I don't sign up, I might only do three or four of them. And if I miss it, one or two, no big deal. But that's like the motivation. If I sign up, oh, I'm no, going to make, make sure I do all five. The and then I put the scores in. You know, I think people like that kind of the – people like commitment. People act like they don't like commitment. But people actually are drawn towards commitment. Mm-hmm. Why do you think everybody gets fucking married? Yeah. You know? It's like there's something about humans. You don't have to. No. You can be in the Common same Common law, all that. Yeah. yeah like – but it is, it's the, uh, it's something in human nature. Holds people you accountable. Like, yeah. People like commit. That there's it, yeah. a certainty with it and there's a, an accountability aspect to it. And, and so I, I, I'd be interested. I am interested to see how it turns out. I wouldn't be surprised if registration is down slightly, but I don't, I don't I think, think it there's has, like a huge drop off. I think it has to be slightly down. I think it does just because of the regional thing. And that just, whether it mattered or yeah. not to people, it's just an easier way for them to just not do it. You though. feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah well, they're, they're not doing the regionals and this and that. So I'm not even going to do it. You know, those people that are like those mid-level people yep. that are maybe even think that they're better than they are. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's like this gives them another out. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to lose a lot of that. Yeah. Well, this is actually beneficial because they don't have to fake an injury. <laughs> that's uh, Normally, the, what happens? That's after, the move. After, and after it's like funny the because third, everybody the workout, does it. The third workout, they know there's no way they're gonna make it. <laughs> so all of a sudden, like sometime midweek between the third and fourth workout, <sighs> oh, fucking man. pulled a hammy, almost pulled it right off. 
I and actually, I, I actually I'm... did fuck up my shoulder one year. I wasn't going to make it either, and, and I, that's and why I never... you got hurt. Well, no, I did get hurt, hurt for real. Quotes. But I, but I knew that for everybody's first thought is, I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. But no, I legitimately oh, met, jacked up my shoulder doing these snatches that I was not Dino. ready for. Dino. Look yeah. at this! Look at this jabroni! Because look at I'll be the first person to say, "Oh yeah, that person's faking an injury because they don't want to finish." But then, oh, it, he's but then it happened to me, and I, I could not do it. Once he realized that uh, he wasn't going to make regionals, all of a sudden he pulls up lame because then he could say, "Oh, well, I would have." Yeah, God. But there's a, there's a crazy amount of that going on. But um, people are funny, man. It's funny. Um, but you know, I think back to what you were saying earlier. I think doing it and actually signing up and paying is good because it does hold you accountable. It's easy to quit something if you have no skin in the game. If yeah. You have no ver- – like, if you just have a verbal commitment, there's no, like, physical commitment or, like, you know, your money. You, know, yeah. you work hard for that money. Like, you know, like, you're just going to throw that – like, throw a $20 bill down the toilet. When you look like, at it from, from CrossFit's perspective also, like, what is the drop-off? I mean, if, if you know – I mean, we threw out the random number of 100000 but I don't think that's unrealistic for what it costs to host those releases, right? Oh, I, I'll there. guarantee you that it is very close to that. And so Within ten to $20,000, which could be two pieces of equipment rented rent for the day. Yeah. So if, if you're talking about they do that five weeks in a row, I mean, that's you're looking at half a million dollars, right? $500,000. Well, at uh, 20 bucks a person – you know, like what, how many people would have to drop off for that to be cost effective just not to do the announcements also, mm. you know, so they go, Hey, look, if we maybe, uh, if we do this format, maybe whatever, 20,000 fewer people, uh, don't sign up. Mm-hmm. Well, if we lose 20,000 people signing up, that's 20 bucks a person. That's 400 K. Well, look, if we don't do these open announcements, we could save 500 K right there. That's probably exactly. Like We're still the, up. That's probably the perfect wash. Yeah, that's probably kind of what's like basically what's happening. Well, that's well. I'm telling you right now, based on complete assumptions on everything we're talking about, I'm going to say it's fact. Well, the math makes sense, right? And it sounds totally realistic, like mm-hmm. being you know in business and knowing kind of how things operate. Mm-hmm. It's that could easily have been a conversation. Oh, I'm sure. They, I mean, also they just did another round of layoffs. Yeah, man, everybody's doing big layoffs. A lot well, of startup companies. Well, like, CrossFit, crazy. Just, CrossFit just did another set now. It's yeah. third third time they've done a little round of layoffs since the games last year. So I think they. It also just kind of shows you how many people. Are about, estimates are like a hundred. They've let off laid off like a hundred people uh, wow. from the games last year till now. Wow. Uh, based on that, it is based on a report from the Morning Chalk Up. Yeah. So that actually. That's is a not, really p- good place for actual facts. So that yeah, so that's not just me making up numbers like the rest of everything was. Yeah. That, that's a that's a real thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. But you know, then again, though, like that's that's how things go when you got different directions, it just causes change. You know what else is uh newly announced while we're on the CrossFit competition scene mm-hmm. is they're going to start licensing the CrossFit name for events. Oh wow, so you can start actually calling your event a CrossFit event. Right. Instead so of instead of having a fitness event. Right. So instead of you you host a local competition, you call it hey, it's a uh yeah, fitness but if you're competition, if it's at a CrossFit gym, then it is a CrossFit competition, right? No, if it's at a CrossFit gym, it's still just a competition. It's hosted at CrossFit Excel or whatever, but it's just uh, we're doing a. I don't know. I don't know the legalities around that. I'm not gonna pretend like I do. Hmm. I don't think, but you can't. You can't call it like the CrossFit. I don't know if you could use the name of your gym in it or not. Like I don't know already, how that works. Because I, I, I was under the impression. I'm not a gym owner, but I was under the impression that part of your dues that you're paying annually to crossfit 
you would be able to use the name CrossFit if you were to host local competition. I don't know. I'm not I saying that that's know. true. I have no idea, but I would assume that would have been the case. But then again, you should never assume things like that because you never know. But, no, I think it's basically you can use the name. You can use CrossFit in the name your facility and on marketing materials. Would that count as marketing materials, though? I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. But, but the I don't think I don't think they I, I this is complete speculation and I could look it up. I have an affiliate agreement to look at. Mm. But I don't think they would want that because I wouldn't if I were them because you have the CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like the event. If these people are hosting, you know, local and they call it the CrossFit throwdown. Yeah, you don't want people thinking it's branded the correct. brand is doing it, especially if it's someone gets hurt or it's poorly ran or right. stealing people's money i don't know right so many things that can go wrong with that so now with their change of focus more on the kind of health type thing and the crossfit games being a part of what they do not like a main thing of what they do not the main vision that they're yes they're gonna start licensing it so you could buy and i don't know any details around this it's just again what i've kind of read on the morning chalk up what i've seen other places is that you can just pay for whatever it is a license and then you could actually advertise your competition as a crossfit competition so and it has to be organized as and this makes sense has to be organized and ran by an individual who has their CrossFit Level One certification. Okay, which should so make yeah, but it, have, yeah, but it's like okay, well that makes sense. So you have some standards. It's like okay, at least they can say like the person who organized and ran this they've been trained has been by tra- CrossFit, correct? Yeah, um, which kind of protects them, right? Um, uh, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm surprised it took this long though. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. I wonder what that cost is, what that fee is. I don't know. I sent an email to find out. Basically, the entire cost of signups from the meet for your competition. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's inter- And then, you know, obviously, you got to. Now, here's the other question, though, is now that that license is available, are they going to more actively pursue people who don't pay for that license but are advertising the event that use the term CrossFit? Uh, I would assume so. They be- should. Yeah, because now you got to clean it up. Right. To make people even consider paying it's like right. oh why would i pay if you know tom and jerry's crossfit gym down the street's not paying mm-hmm. mm. i mean you can just not use the word crossfit in marketing it but it's like one well, time, yeah, it's also one like, time you slip and say it yeah that's true i mean i feel like all most of these competitions anyways they don't really have the name and i'm like you know rookie well, I think rumble even or com- you'd say it's the rookie rumble but you couldn't say it's a crossfit competition you'd have to say it's a Fitness competition. I don't know if CrossFit style is okay. I would, I've used that before, but I never knew if that was acceptable or not. I just thought that I, it seemed reasonable, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Just got to get creative with the name. Mm-hmm. Does like a Wadapalooza, do they call it Cross? Do they call it? I know that's a big event and it's sponsored. No. I wonder if like, do they, is there CrossFit anywhere in that name ever? This year, I think they marked it as a Cross because it's a CrossFit sanctional event. But previously, no, they don't. They could. I don't think they just ever said it's a. It's just Wadapalooza. It's Wadapalooza. It's all fitness a, festival. You got to make the branding on you. It's kind of like your responsibility, right? To make what a, kind of competition branding. is it? Uh, group fitness. Fitness. Fitness comp. Fitness, fitness competition. Fitness, it's a fitness. Uh, We're testing expo- exposition. Testing to find the. But you can. You also you can't use the words. You probably still can't. But I remember seeing like you can't use the term like fittest on earth like they have trademarks and all that shit fittest in florida fittest in florida <laughs> try to find the uh yeah i don't know what if we did fittest on flat earth oh shit that'd be good and you could just, just go, totally troll them i was gonna say you could troll the whole thing fittest on flat earth and you could talk about uh you could have like booth talk about how global warming is a myth 
Mm-hmm. You just go over all, all kinds of stuff like that. Like it's all conspiracy related things. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be great. Froning's actually part cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Interesting. So there's a lot of changes going down this year, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Opens are coming up uh, from when this is coming out, probably the next week. This week. Yeah. Because they're coming out next week. Oh yeah, it'll be this. So this week. This will be the week it comes out. We that, should, that we, should uh, we should give a teaser and talk about more stuff we don't really know exactly details around or if it's going to happen for sure and talk about the nitro cold brew we might do. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. So we've done nitro cold brew with our coffee before at events mm-hmm. and sold them there, but we are now. Uh, I mean, we could even go in a little bit. Is there's actually a brewery, microbrewery nearby, right down mm-hmm. the street, mm-hmm. and they've done they've used the Captain Kiel's coffee. Very popular in, brewery, actually. Yeah, they've used our coffee in some of their beers, mm-hmm. and they've entered and uh, in different competitions and meddled in mm-hmm. different uh, beer competitions with the coffee beer using Captain Kiel's coffee. Mm-hmm. A couple breweries, actually, there's a brewer in South Carolina that's used our uh, coffee in a coffee beer as well. That's right. So. Uh, and a couple homebrewers. One guy brought up uh, some homebrew beer to me one time in a bottle that he used PR blend with. Oh, that was for sure urine in there. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyway, so we are we are currently talking about getting that done. Uh, within the next couple months here, we might actually have some canned. Yep. And so we, we wouldn't intro. be shipping that out uh, nationwide or worldwide or anything, but lo- be local stores. Sacramento area. At first, yeah. At first, kind of yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. If you like that idea, if you are interested, if you would be interested in consuming some Captain Kilo's Nitro Cold Brew, send us send us an email. Let us know if we should pursue that or not. Yeah. Podcast at caffeineandkilos.com. It'll be the, hopefully soon there'll be the day, you know, you walk into Whole Foods, grab your Nitro Captain Kilo's Cold Brew, your, uh, overpriced salad chug it put it back in the fridge yep. grab another one yep one for the road one for the, one for the road yeah so that's uh yeah that's the next uh next uh direction i guess that we're trying to maybe consider pursuing that let yeah. us know your thoughts let us know uh should i just do a brief overview of the story of how i was a piece of shit the other day and then felt bad yeah you could where we out on where we out on time yeah okay so I, uh, I'm talking about getting a new car. I'm driving. I see this car. It's this uh, looks really great shape. I stop, look at it. The year's a little older than I wanted. All right, there's no two. It's mm-hmm. a Mercedes wagon. I'm talking about getting a station wagon because mm-hmm. we are kids now and station wagons are dope. Uh, so I take it home for my wife to check it out. Get speed drives on this thing because it's uh, O2, but it only has fifty six thousand miles. That's uh, that's pretty rare. So yeah, maybe it will. And the thing is pristine. It looks like it's straight off the lot. Mm-hmm. Shining. Shining. So get it home. She's looking at it. She drives around the block. She leans over the passenger seat, puts her hand like kind of on the back of the passenger seat, and this bat this plastic panel just fucking falls right off. Just snaps off. Well, it just like fell off. Unbuckles. Doesn't know what happened. Un- like unclips. So you look at so from the back seat, like the the back of the passenger seat, you just see right to the like mesh. And there's like some wires and stuff because it has like some four springs. different lumbar supports and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not good. So naturally, like human instinct, I don't want to take this thing back to this guy with his panel off. Funny hindsight, like I definitely could have just. If it came off that easy, I feel like it probably just, just came off. Before. Yeah, definitely could have taken it back. I mean, like, uh, hey, man, by the way, when we were looking around the car, this fucking panel came off. You know what I mean? Like, what's he going to say? But I'm like, oh, let me see if I can get this back on there. So I start to get it back on, and one of the plastic clips that holds it on just snapped off. Inside of it? Inside of it. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, now 
I really don't want to take it back. Like, hey, this thing, because now it's not just like it fell off. Like, it's also broken. Like, it now it looks like I agree, like it it snapped off. Yeah. Really, it fell off and the thing snapped. I'm trying to fix it, yeah. but it looks like you like so aggressive with it, just fucking snapped this thing right off. Like you kicked it or ripped on. I like kicked it or ripped on or something. Like, Story's oh, escalating. Oh shit! My neighbor's out there laughing. Oh, she's like, "What's well, yeah? Oh yeah, it's a whole thing." My wife's out there. My neighbor. It's a. It's a. Are oh, you getting it from all ends? No, I'm getting it from all ends. So then I'm like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. I see how this works. I see kind of how it gets back on there. So I kind of get it back where it's like almost on, and then pop. There's only two clips. The other one snaps off now. So now there's no clips holding so on the top. So you just got this piece of flat plastic. It's no just clips. piece of flat plastic, no clips, and like bolts in the bottom, but it needs these clips in the top to hold it in place. And I panic. Sweating. I'm like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? Like, kind of laughing, but then also kind of like, oh, oh shit, oh, I know. Like laughing just because, like, no way, you know. So I take this dude's car in a test drive, break the back panel straight off this thing. So you just let you take it? Oh yeah. Did you like take an ID? Nah. Thing? You just like, all right. Yeah. He's in. Like, you live in town, twelve thousand people. Some yeah, dude can find you. And the first time I stopped by, Nora in the back of my car, you know, like, oh, family, that's great. That could be your talk about family. That yeah, could, that could be your scam. Yeah, that's true. So, well, I did leave my car there when I oh, took okay, it. Okay, okay, right. Sense. Like I didn't walk. I thought of that. Just I was take like, an Uber there. That's what I was. Yeah, I was like, should just rode my bike, parked across the street, <laughs> or parked across the street. You anyway, have, you can have the bike. So now here's the thing too is also I've had this car for a while now, because not only I drove it home, my wife drove it around the block a few times. And then I've been betting back fucking up this seat for a while mm -hmm. trying to fix it mm -hmm. and so it's fun my neighbor's like what do you think he thinks you're doing with this thing right now <laughs> like i don't he told me kind of push it oh maybe he thinks i took it on the freeway i don't know what's going on so i had this it was probably i probably had a good 45 minutes you know oh yeah you've been gone i've been gone for a while that's a long time and so well yeah i'm no, trying to test drive five ten minutes ah, five ten minutes even if you bring it home wife takes around the block like how long you spend with this thing so now do I'm your, sitting here. Do your grocery shopping with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just needed the wagon. Yeah, I actually need to just pick a piece of plywood. Let <laughs> me test drive that truck. Yeah, I'm just bringing back. Run your errands. So I did something I'm ashamed of now, is I didn't know what to do. My neighbor shows up. She got some Velcro, and she's like, "Just Velcro this thing back on." Yeah. And so I'm like, "All right, yeah, let's do it." Turned into like a stash spot. Make it like, yeah, make it like new. That was my first thought when it came off. So that came off for easy. Obviously, this guy was moving drugs in here. Yeah. You know? Obviously, it's the only rational explanation. Only rational explanation. So uh, the Velcro didn't work, though, because the, the tape side was just slider off the fabric. And I'm like, this isn't going to work. And so Jess ran in. My wife comes out with some duct tape. So just making this clear, this wasn't like only, I wasn't the only one involved with this. Like, we were all on the same page. Yeah, you had accomplices. What happened is everyone went into problem-solving mode. Like, oh, this thing snapped. Oh, man, what are we going to do? <laughs> And uh, so good duct tape. And so I just like make little rolls of tapes on the inside. Wouldn't be able to tell uh, <clears throat> like 10, 15 of these little rolls of duct tape and just tape that shit back on <laughs> and then drove it back to him like nothing happened. And then I pull up and I go, hey, man, he goes, oh, what do you think? Ah, we're going to pass on it. <laughs> now, where would you have been if it wouldn't have fell off? Well, honestly, if it wouldn't have come off, we probably would have bought it. Oh, wow. Because the, the it, I'm telling you, it was like brand new, it looked good, low miles, so good. and also my, we were talking about just like because the price was it was so good, we're like well basically like it's the same as what we sell my truck for. We'll just tr basically trade this for my truck, buy this, sell my truck, and then see like use it for a couple months and see if this is good enough or if we need something else. And if yeah. we need something else, no big deal. Like 
it's not going to cost anything. It's just like swapping out the truck for it to try it, see mm-hmm. if it'll work. Mm-hmm. But what what, the, what it made us realize, it's actually a good thing that it, that it did come off. So the way those plastics snapped off, it snapped off like 20-year-old plastic, mm-hmm. right? And that's the whole thing is we're like, man, like everything else in this car is fucking Sunburned perfect. Sunburned plastic. It was dope, dude. Like I'm telling you, the center console, it had a, a flip phone. It had the original Mercedes phone. Oh, built in. And to, yeah, but it was like, you take it out, though. Mm. So like 2002, if you bought a new Mercedes, uh, $50,000 car, it just it came with a cell phone because cell phones were like new at that time. So it was a branded Mercedes cell phone. It was a branded Mercedes flip phone. Oh, that's tight. It was so yeah, you leave that. You leave that in there, too. Oh, of course. And so there's a clip. There's actually a, a clip that holds it in the center console, and it was in there. Oh, that's tight. And I'm like, well, that it was the coolest part of the whole car. You know, then you just get it activated as a burner. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if you could act. You just leave it in there so anyone that gets in the car, you show it to them. Yeah. Is what you do. Well, let me grab the phone. Yeah. I'd probably, if, I, if, if it was able to be hooked up, I would for sure have it hooked up. Yeah, that's, that's true. The ironic part about that now is that it's illegal to talk on your phone in a car. Where we used to sell cars with them <laughs> built in. With the, oh, I remember my grandparents had a, a car phone that was, had the wire. Yeah, fucking like house wire. phone. Uh-huh, yeah. It was like that in their, in their back in the day in their old Cadillac. But so anyway, and so I take it back. No, nah, I don't want it. Well, I, my wife decided, like, this is a little too old. We just don't want to get a Note 2. I know it has low miles. I know it's in great shape, all that. But just we don't want to get something that's, you know, whatever, 17 years old right now. It's just not. I mean, it's older than any other car we own. Yeah. Like getting rid of another car, a newer one to buy this one, even with little miles. It's older than both your kids combined. Which is, yeah, yeah. You know, and so, which is all true. Times two. And then I'm driving away, and as I'm driving home, I'm just like, Lear, you are a, what a piece of shit. Like, what a piece of work you are. Like, you, <laughs> like one, this guy. Such a nice guy. What, could you imagine? Okay, this guy sells it to somebody else. And then they like on the way home, they hit a bump and the thing fucking falls off, you know, and it's and it's duct taped on. They're going like, to call uh, him Clark Griswold. You're like, what's, vacation. Oh, they're like, what's going on? And the thing's taped on. He's like, what are you talking about? Taped on. Nothing's taped. No, like, you know, and unless and, and what he's going to assume it was like that before he bought it. Like, I don't know. And then or, uh, you know, or another thing is, what if it comes off on when he's driving a home or something? And then he sees this taped on there and like, I didn't do it. And he's thinking clearly he didn't do that. Like yeah. this is obviously, it's pretty easy to connect those dots there if he doesn't drive that car often and he's had it a while. And anyway, so I'm just like, but then on the flip side, if it was my car and it broke off like that, the, the way we taped it on, you would never know. Like you could not tell. If it was my own car, I'd probably do that and then see if that worked. And then if it was like coming off or if that wasn't working, then I would like replace it. At that point, you probably just take some like Gorilla glue, right? If it was my car, I probably just glued it back on. That's the truth. And I thought about gluing his on and then I was like, I can't really like Gorilla glue this guy's seat. So I just duct taped it. I just don't get how the duct tape didn't like have it sticking out. Uh, The way it's designed, like there's these rails inside that it's like, it kind of, yeah, I didn't go on the very edge. I put the duct tape in a couple inches and so when it would stick on there, it, it still, it worked. Yeah, I, don't, I can't imagine it, but I'm sure, Yeah. obviously, it And worked. plus, I mean, the duct tape, I mean, it was just, it wasn't like a ball of it. It was just like a little tape roll, and you get that real flat in there. Anyway, it, it totally worked. Yeah. So uh, so I felt like his shit, and then I even told my wife later, I'm like, you know, she's like, you tell him? I was like, no. And you know what? <laughs> I don't feel, I'm not proud of it either. And she's like, yeah. And like she was starting to have second thoughts. Now she was all in at the time. You it's know, easy, we all easy. were. It's easy in the moment. Yeah, the, 
group mentality. There's three or four of you. It's like this. It was a sitcom. Like, like I don't know this guy. One thing this kept, guy. Yeah, one thing kept leading to the next. Day. Oh, now this thing snapped. Ah, oh, what do you do? You're in problem solving mode. Of course, you try to fix it. And then, uh, so anyway, the next morning, actually, before I came into work, I drove by to see if he was down there, and the car was there. And so I was like, I got the classic was on the in the in the, on the back seat. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, I do not want to do this. I'm like, I, but whatever. I got to do it. I'm not a coward. Got to do it. Stop by. I'm like, hey, dude. He's like, hey, you change your mind. I'm like, well, about that. Let me talk to you. Come on. Actually, the opposite. I actually ruined your car and then duct taped it. Can I talk to you for a minute? Uh, yeah. So, you know how I was gone an uh, inordinate amount of time for a test drive so for someone who doesn't want a car? Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, I thought about that. Huh? I just heard you guys were, I thought you guys threw a mattress in the yeah, Maybe you guys were having sex in it. Yeah. <laughs> They're checking out the cushion back seat. <laughs> uh anyway i'm like yeah dude and i kind of tell him what went down i was like hey i didn't give him like full detail i said hey that back panel like my like very my serious my wife just like touched it it fell off and so you know trying to get back on and one of the clips broke but i got it back on there but like one of those clips def like those clips definitely snapped you know and like so and he's like you're a good guy have a nice day and i'm like nah man like i feel bad about it i want to stop by to tell you because i feel like a piece of shit for not telling you yesterday so I just like, I want to make sure, you know, and like, also dude, like if you have to replace the whole panel, I'm sure that shit's not cheap. If you ever place a whole panel, like, dude, let me know, like I'll whatever, you know, like, and uh, you know, I'll pay for part of it or something like that. Mm. And he goes, have a nice day. Like pat me on the back. Like get the fuck out of here. It's like, yeah. nice it sounds like it's been falling off for years. <laughs> yeah. <bro. laughs> or I think he just like, really, it wasn't like to him. Like yeah. he didn't notice. Yeah. Like, dude, it's, you're fine. Man. He's just like, happy you were honest about it. Yeah. Usually honesty is the best policy. And that, and it's the funny thing. It's like that whole deal of, cause like, what was I worried about telling him anyway? What? That he's upset. Like I, you can't control how someone else reacts. You can only control your actions. You well, what, what you mean? did I'm was like, you basically made it the hardest you could possibly have made it on yourself. That's exactly what happened. Not on the guy. No, no, not at all. That, live with that guilty conscience until you forget about I it. I should just return to how it was. I mean, like, Hey dude, this is exactly what happened. And you tell the complete truth and you can't control how they react. He reacts. However he reacts. <laughs> like actually, you know, I, I took it for a drive and I, I, I was moving the seat around. This thing fell off. That's exactly what happened. Then, like, I don't want it partially because of that, but you might want to get that fixed. Exactly. <laughs> or like, or say I was trying to put it back on. I snapped those clips off like I did. Yeah. But I took it back to him like that. Yeah. That's the exact story. Hey, mm. I was driving sitting around. We're moving the seats around and that thing fell off. I was trying to fix it. When I tried to fix it, the clip snapped off. Dude, I'm sorry. I, if you might need to get new, like, here's 40 bucks. If you need a new clips or if you need to get a new panel, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's. I was trying to fix it when it happened. I apologize. I'm sure he just uh, super glued it back on. Well, he probably really glued it. He probably didn't do jack shit because looking at it, you can't tell anything's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he probably didn't even know. He probably lowered the price to get that thing moving out the door quicker. Yeah. Yeah, someone will buy it and they'll be uh, stashing their, trying to stash their drugs in it and they won't be able <laughs> to get it off because it's gorilla glued. Man, what a, what a, what a mess. Yeah. Hey, but you know. You did the right thing at the end of the day. That's all that matters. I told Jess that, hey, Bryce, I gave you an opportunity to, to stop and talk to someone that I really did not want to talk to. And I feel like that's character building. No, it is. And uh, you'll probably just be more honest next time with something else like that. You know, what's funny is I thought I was past that stage in my life. You know what? It was probably the group convincing didn't help. Yeah. Not trying to blame it on something, but like you got a bunch of people telling like, I know it'll be fine. Well, one like, Let me of... go get the Velcro. And it's on, and everybody's laughing, kind of. And then you're like, "That's you're, exactly what and happened." Then, and then you're alone driving back, and you're like, "Oh man, oh, I probably should have told." <laughs> that's exactly how it went yeah. down. That's easier. It's not like you were on your own, 
brought it home by yourself. Like, yeah. no one was around. Like, it broke off and you tried to do it and then you brought it back. That would be a little harder to do. You know, it's funny too, is like, uh, my wife, I tell her, I'm like, yeah, I stopped her. She's like, oh, good. I, I was kind of thinking about it too. And I see my neighbor, he goes, hey, how'd, uh, how'd it go yesterday? How'd the return end up? And I was like, ah, you know what? It was fine. I didn't say shit. And then this morning I felt bad. I actually stopped by and told him. And he, and he goes, yeah, it's probably for the better. <laughs> everybody knew. Everybody knew. But at the time, everybody was in on it. Because it seemed like not that big of a deal. Like my neighbor, the way. husband and wife next door. All four of us were in on this plan. Mm. It was a it was full on thing. And yeah. then afterwards, everyone's like, like my, they're really nice people. And everyone's kind of thinking, they're like, ah. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> well, that's usually how it happens, right? You do something, and then like the regret comes later. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, if I was young, I was a hey, when I was younger. Not that this makes it right, but if I was nineteen years old, whatever, twenty-two still, like I, that's just that. Yeah, but, probably. But like now, that's just not a part of my life anymore. Like I don't do those things. Like I don't. Yeah. I try to treat people the right way and do the right thing, and like. Anyway, yeah. That's funny. So there, confession. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, it was a happy ending. But well, there we go. Next time you test drive a car, if you break something, just fucking bring it back. Let them know what happened. Yeah. It's a good lesson. Good lesson for the day. It's a good lesson. Right. And also sign up for the open and hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable. There it is. Send us an email, podcast at caffeineandkilos.com. If you are interested, you think we should do canned uh, nitro cold brew. Yeah, let us know. All right. This has been Gas Station Cappuccino. Till next time. <laughs>